Hello, I'm Richard Fox. Welcome to Messages of Hope. I was surprised to discover that there are approximately 40,000 children in Australia needing care. Around 40% of those are under the age of four. And approximately 40% of those are in foster care. Today, Celia Filke is talking with Anne, a mother with four children still at home, and now also a foster parent. And also Margaret, a placement support worker for Lutheran Care's foster program in South Australia. Stay with us to hear about the unique struggles and joys that come with foster parenting. Anne and her husband Anthony have been involved in foster care since 2011. Along with their four boys who are still at home, they also care for babies and children up to the age of five. So I guess to start with Anne, what motivated you to become a foster parent? Well, having four children of our own, and we've always loved children, we'd sort of, and we'd seen uh, friends and families and neighbours that have fostered and we've kind of watched them from a distance for a while and it's a pretty scary thing to jump into, but um, after watching them and saying, you know, I reckon we, we could give this a go, we've got, got room and we thought we'll just start with, you know, some short term or respite or something and see how it goes and... Know, four and a half years later, here we are. <laughs> so, so what's the like the, the short term and respite? A short term is anything. <laughs> it's anything up to two years, mm-hmm. but generally the short term ones we have have been three to six months. We also do emergency care, which is anything from a night to a couple of weeks, or sometimes like the little girl that we have one night and it's sixteen months later. <laughs> So sometimes it's, it's a bit hard to predict. How do, you, how do you cope with that? You know, you don't know how long you're going to have them for. Um, I think you get used to it. For that very first one, it's like, oh, well, what, will, we, will she be here next week or won't she? And after a while, it's kind of like, well, we just love them while they're here and enjoy them while we've got them and just kind of accept that it's in the plan and you don't know what the plan is. What plan is that? Well, hopefully it's God's plan. That's what we hope for. But sometimes families essays plan and the plan that you think should be are a bit different. <laughs> mm. Now you mentioned families essay. They're the South Australian government body responsible for children needing care, and they work with organisations like Lutheran Community Care who recruit foster parents. Every state has similar organisations. Margaret, perhaps this would be a good time to fill us in on the bigger picture from your perspective as a support worker for Lutheran Community Care. Uh, the whole system is a bit like a jigsaw puzzle with the child in the middle and the child's best interests, uh, what we're all working for. So there's the birth family, maybe working to either have the child returned or to be in that child's life in a more positive way than it has been. And then there's a social worker who's there to support the birth family, but particularly the child and the foster carer. Uh, they do the 24 hours a day care with Lutheran Community Care supporting them and uh, maybe psychologist and maybe involved occupational therapist. There's uh, sometimes quite a group of people who are concerned about the child and working together to, to um, map out the best way ahead for the child. So, so you, you're basically the advocate for the foster carer? That's it. We um, recruit and train and assess potential carers and then once you're approved, you start getting phone calls. Go the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so Anne, what would you say are the joys of foster parenting? Some babies that we've had have come to us very blank um, with no reactions to seeing and seeing them over a period of months 
turning into a regular kid full of fun and able to smile and able to make just babbling noises that you expect at a much earlier age. But, you know, to see their growth really come along at a great rate of knots once they're in a safe, happy place is amazing. That You can't take that back. That's, mm, that's awesome. That's great. But how do you work with those babies that are initially unresponsive? It depends on the kid. All the kids are different. Some of them won't be held and you know it's more a matter of being near them until they're kind of used to you and it might take a few hours it might take a few days it might take a few weeks but eventually <laughs> we haven't had one that hasn't got used to us yet um but like I said some of them we have had to work really hard and others are just like a big sponge they just it's like they've been waiting for someone to open the door and let, let them out so that they can you know do all those things that you expect children to do to be loving and happy and smiling. It's just that they've not had the opportunity to, you know, they've had no reason to smile and be happy. How do your four boys react to foster children coming and going? We've had um, stages where Luther and Care have rung and said, can you take a baby and, you know, cover their phone and go, boys, do you think we should get a baby? And they've all just gone, yes! <laughs> and then, is it a boy or a girl? I was like, does it matter? No! When are they coming? In about an hour, okay. <laughs> and you know, I mean, sometimes I've been slightly less than, <laughs> excited than that, but it's just pretty much become just part of regular life here. And babies come and go, and yeah. Do you see any special benefits for your boys because of the fostering? I'd like to think that they're more aware of the fact that not everybody has a nice house to live in, and families that love them, and you know, food and clothes as they need and it's like mum we need new shoes okay well maybe next week but you know someone will get you those new shoes you know that anything that they need is provided whereas not all kids have that and I think that well I'd like to think that they've come to a better understanding that you know not everybody's as lucky as us. Margaret, can you describe the range of families that need the help of foster parents? There's many different uh, struggles that families have and um, often it is um, mental ill health. Sometimes it's uh, intellectual disabilities. Sometimes it's um, homelessness. Um, So many uh, difficult challenges that a family might have all at once and they just feel they can't cope. And uh, some people ask for their child to be put into care while they get some help and sort themselves out. And with others, it might be drugs or alcohol, and that's often due to um, uh, stresses in their own lives. And many of the birth families themselves did not have easy childhoods, and they are not well equipped to be parents. And some of them are very young parents who... um, maybe in their teens and they need somebody else to help them look after the child. So there's a huge variety and if we don't have enough foster carers they're looked after by paid workers and that's better than being abandoned but it's still not ideal. A family is the best place to bring up a child and to care for them until uh, a permanent home can be found and sometimes that home is the foster home, becomes a permanent home and sometimes the child will go to a relative when they've found a relative who's able to look after them, and sometimes they return to the family when they've had adequate support and help, and that's continuing, and the families get themselves together, and that's the best outcome. Thanks, Margaret. 
Now, Anne, I'm interested to know what people outside of your family think about what you do as a foster parent. Actually, one of my biggest stresses is when people go, oh, I don't know how you do it. You're such an angel. You're so special. I could never do it. I would love them too much. I could never give them up. And that just makes me go, do you not think that I love these children as much as possible? Does this not look like I'm loving them to you? What, does it, what do you think I'm doing? Um, that, sorry. <laughs> I can't wake up when I say Because it happens a lot. That's the main thing that people say. Oh, you must just be an angel. No, we're just regular people. We're just a regular family. It's just that this is something that we do. But, you feel strongly about doing it. I do. We feel very strongly. And I feel very strongly about the fact that you don't have to be special. It's just we're not any more special than anybody else, but we're more determined to give the kids a chance. At the end of the day, the kids need somewhere to go. And if we can do that, and yes, we might cry some buckets of tears. At the end of the day, we've given them a start. We've given them, shown them what love can be. We've shown them what a family can be. And if that costs us a bit, so be it. So when it does come time to say goodbye to a child, how do you deal with that? I imagine it's pretty emotionally exhausting. It can be quite exhausting. Um, like I said, we do cry. I don't, don't hide that at all, we do cry. Um, I like to make a photo book for my babies. That's my therapy. And I write down what they did while they were here. Where did we go? And what did you do? And what did you like? And here's a photo of you with you know this brother and that brother. and. You know, we sang these songs to you and all that. And that's my therapy. Um, <laughs> and then at the end, I give a copy to the baby to keep. And we have a copy. That's amazing. I think knowing that, that God has your back and he's there walking beside us as we do our fostering journey is the only thing that can keep us going. What would you like to leave people thinking about foster care? There's lots of kids out there that need somebody to love them. Some of them need you for a short time. Some of them might need you a little longer. Um, if you can only give a weekend here and there, there's still kids that need that too. Um, if you think there's any chance that you've got room in your heart and your home to help a child, please, you know, go to an information session, talk to someone because the foster system is so overloaded. And, you know, even, like I said, if you can do a weekend a month, you know, someone that's got a foster child that needs that bit of extra help or sometimes it's a grandparent that's looking after a grandchild but just that break of being able to have a weekend here and there is is helpful to them thank you so much but <laughs> i've learned so much you've been listening to messages of hope for free pdfs videos and podcasts for encouragement and hope as a parent go to messagesofhope.org.au that's messagesofhope.org.au Or for a free booklet, call us on 1800 353 350. That's 1800 353 350. I'm Richard Fox. I hope you can join us again next week for another Message of Hope. Real hope to cope with life's challenges.